Hi, y'all. Hey, guys. Welcome back to Working in the Wings. This is Haley. And this is Mallory. I think we're getting better at introducing ourselves. I do, too. (laughs) Still ending it like a phone call, but I think it's sweet. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And we are excited to finally talk about the topic that I think we bring up the most. Which is dressing and swinging yes. for wardrobe on Broadway. Yeah. Slash off-Broadway. Slash, slash anywhere. Anytime anywhere. you're a swing. Anytime you need to be need a swing. You're a substitute. You're a substitute teacher for the clothes. Yes. Um, and post-recording this episode, Haley got an exciting little job opportunity. I did. I am learning the tracks for Rock of Ages mm-hmm. at the new, oh God, New World, new Stage. world Stages. I was going to go, the New World is Here Theater. And I went, mm, no, it's a late <laughs> night nope, that we're recording this. the new off-Broadway production of rock of ages it's so fun though oh, i bet man it's a I very well oil machine over there mm-hmm. i'm really like surprised i'm surprised and i shouldn't be surprised right. of uh how well everything is managed and mm-hmm. done and how seamless everything is right. to be back there but it's a crazy show it is a crazy show and on it's so funny to do our podcast because i'll be honest i don't think i really talk that much during um this episode i do i always talk too much (laughs) but as much as i thought because i was sitting there like oh this is things i want to know these are things i want to know and to actually then run the show and go oh the things i learned from the podcast you created helped is this working oh my gosh so it's like it's our mission statement our mission statement at work and so that was really fulfilling to be like one to run the show at least the track i had learned Mm -hmm. uh successfully and then to be like oh a lot of good advice that i used from or the lot of good advice i used before going in was from our podcast Mm -hmm. i was like well what do you know and you were so much calmer about it day of than i was at my first day at phantom like, I was so stressed because I didn't have that background. I had had – Caleb actually was the one who gave me the most advice right before I started swinging because I knew him before. Um, and I was like, I don't know how to swing successfully. Like, I've swung before and I've made it up as I went. Yeah. Um, and so I was so proud of you because you were like, yeah, I got this. It'll be fine. And you came home and you didn't look like you wanted to cry, which was also what I looked like after my first day. <laughs> so, like, I feel like oh, – I did. that's exactly why we're bad. making these – Podcast. If it does make you feel better, I did dream about the track like Fair. constantly and woke up like in a cold sweat thinking like I need to pre- I need to set this and I went, Oh, <laughs> yep. I don't. I'm in my own bed. There you in go. My own room. But I still think it's so cool because that's exactly what we want this podcast to do. We want you to learn things so that you feel a little bit more prepared into going into this crazy, weird, kind of secretive world. Yeah. Theater doesn't share a lot of secrets openly like we are doing. We're sharing all the life hacks. We're trying to. Life hack secrets. Ba, 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 ba. Um, speaking of who we interview, it's actually two swings. Yes. We interview uh, Caleb Howell. And he is he started as a swing here in New York City. And he got a full-time track at Frozen. So he talks about that transition and yeah. what it was like to be a swing. And then Jenna Goldberg, who is... The woman who taught me how to swing, and she is so phenomenal, Um, and she swings all over the place, which we talk about later, but I met her at Phantom. She trained me on my very first track, Um, so she holds a special place. Both of them do. Literally, Caleb was showing me his swing cards at intermission when we saw Beetlejuice together as I was going into Phantom the next day, and he was like, here, this is how you need to write your notes, and I was like, okay, I have to rewrite my notes. Okay, so like they are so full of advice and so kind and if sounds a little wonky here it's because we got two mics and four people and we're in our living room i feel like we jumped around a lot in this episode so when do we not i mean so if you have any questions or you want to understand a little bit more about what we're talking about shoot us a dm shoot us an email please we'll answer happy to answer questions if you have questions about how to build a resume shoot it to us and maybe we'll be helpful who knows May, i was about to be like well i don't know how helpful we can look at it who knows <laughs> uh but either way i really hope you guys enjoy this episode with caleb howell and jenna goldberg Woo! Haley and mallory working in the wings <laughs> thank you caleb and jenna so much for coming 
coming up to our little apartment in the Heights. Coming. Of course, thank yeah, you for thank having you. us. Yeah, I don't know. I'm so tired. Like, I was just like, <laughs> yes, I should make a response. <laughs> we all, so typically in theater, Monday is our day off. So Caleb Haley and I have the traditional setting of having our Mondays off. So we yep. are in sweatpants, living our best life. <laughs> hey, I don't have the show off, and I'm still in sweatpants. There you go. And so then you make it work. In this weather, been working all day. Absolutely. This um, weather's terrible. Yeah. That has nothing to do with what we're about to talk to about. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. No, but terrible weather can get you work. That's very, actually very That's true. why I'm working tonight. <laughs> well, so what got you both into costumes and getting up to, like, the point of swinging? You want to? Go for it. Okay. Um, I took a pretty traditional route, I feel like, from hearing from other people's trajectories. Um Love theater in high school, wanted to go to college for theater, went in as an actor, and then in my first year, you had to kind of experience all the departments, and my advisor was a costume design professor, and she's like, hey, come check this out, and I'm like, what is this world, and it was awesome, and then I picked up a double major, and she really was big on internships during the summer, and that's when I started doing wardrobe. Mm. So I kind of like got to wardrobe through other theater paths. Nice. And what school did you go to? SUNY New Paltz. Nice. Yeah. We always like to plug different programs as long as you love your program. <laughs> yeah, they were they were great to me. Um, I got a lot of experience through them. We have a little like New Paltz Mafia down here. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. So there's a lot more of us hanging around New York City than people think for such a small school. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and what about you, Caleb? Mine's really the same. I, I started as musical theater, so I started as a performer as well, yeah. um, which ties into costuming very closely, and, and I have grown up sewing my whole life, just being from a crafty family. <laughs> um, but then in college, I went a different route, and I went to engineering school. Oh, Whoa. Wow. Uh, and then decided in my mid to second mid to last semester that I was going to go back to theater and so I switched back into theater and I went into costuming and Never loved back. it yeah no I, I didn't I feel like every drama like do, like costume teacher when they hear that someone's been stitching it's like an antenna goes up mm -hmm. and they're like they must come to us yeah <laughs> Haley, did you stitch before no. you me? No! I didn't know. I had never touched. I mean, my mom had a sewing machine that was, like, older than my grandmother. I think it was, like, passed down. Or maybe it was my grandmother's. And I'd see my mom, So it's like, in really good shape and still working. Mm -hmm. No. Well, it's not working as of the last time I was home. No. But mom. Um, but it was, like, one of those things where I'd see my mom, like, hem my pants, because I've always been the shortest, and, like, sew patches on my jeans. And mm -hmm. that was the extent of what I had seen, and I was never really curious about it. Mm -hmm. But then in college, when I was like, I'm going to go do costume, I was like, okay, I know nothing about a sewing machine, but I'm willing <laughs> to learn. And, like, I'm really bad at threading a needle, but I can figure it out. Yeah, no, I didn't know how to sew. I didn't even know how to thread a needle until college, mm -hmm. and part of the program was costume construction one where you mm -hmm. learn how to sew right. on a button and mm -hmm. sew a snap and thread the machine mm -hmm. and how to not stab yourself too many times right. right which i feel like i have so many friends theatrical or not who just don't know the basics of like how to sew like i've yeah. been paid to sew people's buttons back on for them mm -hmm. me too yeah and i'm like while i appreciate the extra cash i feel like it's so sad that it's a dying art yeah, yeah. of just being able to hand sew yeah and it just happens yeah. to fall into our job so much. So how did you guys... So you went to college. Yes. Um, and then after UCF. that, kind of... Where'd you go? UCF. Where's that? University of Central Florida. Oh, nice. All right. See, now, is that the Gators or... No, that's I'm the I'm sorry. Knights. I don't know Florida. <laughs> I, I forget that's that there's, like, about. other schools. schools. Yes. Yeah, I'm no, like... we're the Knights. Charge Oh, okay. No. <laughs> 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 I'm so sorry. I have a little cold, so I'm sorry if I have some sniffles or coughs. Um, so you guys did your college jam, and then mm -hmm. where did the wind take you next? Well, I actually grew up here in New York City in Brooklyn. Mm -hmm. So throughout college, I did all these different internships during the summer. So now I had this like summer stock regional experience already on my resume. So I went home after college, like you do. Mm -hmm. um, and my college... Uh, costume design professor was designing an off-Broadway show and she asked me to be her assistant 
And while I was there, they asked me to stay on as the wardrobe supervisor. So then I got that off-Broadway cred um, checked off, and I applied to the union, and everything happened kind of slowly but incredibly quickly because then Mm -hmm. somebody I went to college with was on the board of the union, and he's like, I was wondering when I was going to see your name. (laughs) Welcome to the union. And then I just started working. Wow. That's crazy. I, uh, I worked for Cirque du Soleil during college, oh, okay. um, and which was a whole nother learning experience, but after college, I went for an apprenticeship at Santa Fe Opera, which a lot Wait, of people... Wait, me too. What? And, <laughs> and I worked for Cirque du Soleil. Yes. Where was the laughing laugh? <laughs> which a lot of people... This was our plan. Which a lot of people do. Wait, what season? Uh, for... the 60th anniversary season. So, two summers ago? Oh, okay. Other uh, back in 2012? It was, it's a cra- it's crazy I place. Mean, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, around for a bit. Wait, so, uh, no, Santa Fe. Santa Fe. Santa Fe. Oh, Santa Fe. well, that's Which is Wait. also been around <laughs> for, for 60 years. Yeah. 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 Um, um, and so I, I worked there, and then when I was, I came back to UCF to finish my senior semester, because at UCF you're required to do an apprenticeship or you cannot graduate. Oh. Um. Right. For like how long? Just the summer. Oh, okay. So gotcha. We're required to do the first summer at UCF for the summer theater, mm-hmm. second summer, or in the subsequent mm-hmm. summer before senior, or the summer of senior. Mm. You have to do an apprenticeship. Wow. That's wow. actually a really good thing. It to like truly make you it go is out. because yeah. it forces you to work and to <laughs> get that sort of beginner's experience before you're kind, kind of, of thrown out yeah, there. Where you yeah. can kind of make mistakes in a safer environment. In a safer yes. environment, yeah. And it's just, it's so good to get to know other people. Yeah. Yes. Like, you've got to go out and do those stupid little summer stops. Oh, my and God, like yeah. And, make <laughs> and live in a weird house or whatever. One time I yeah. lived in Navy barracks. Like, I kid you not. What? There was a summer yeah. stock I worked for. Oh, no, I think they the were instance. Army barracks. Sorry, I don't know, but like... That's where they housed all of the. I was gonna say that actually, like, interns well, and interesting. It was it like sound better than the university housing I lived in. It was like a Utah. dorm, except they were barracks on an army base that oh wasn't gosh. being used anymore, and That's they rented haunted. them to. Those the were absolutely. Those were absolutely. <laughs> oh no, that's Probably. so cool that you were also at Santa Fe. Yeah. Uh, and then from Santa Fe, I got a call for a job, mm-hmm. which was with Disney, uh, like a second branch under Imagineering. And like character development, so that's where I went after college. Oh, and was that okay? So Imagineering is like creating characters from nothing, correct? Like yes. The, the conception. Yes. So I went in working for Disney Cruise Line, mm. and then I branched into the crafts team, and then moved up to coordinator, which is like in Disney terms, assistant manager ish. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you have all the departments talk to each other. Yes, right and yeah. so I coordinated our team which was really small but we did all the stuff for the parks around the world disney cruise line oh wow that's so cool um it just unfortunately doesn't pay yeah yeah Yeah. it doesn't pay which is very sad because it's you can go so many places with disney but Mm -hmm. that like outside of new york doing this job is really hard to like it is to make a yeah, it is. To make it's a workable living outside yeah. of New York, it's really, really hard. It is, and that's why I think theater people are usually pretty good with budgeting and managing. <laughs> and yes. it's one thing yeah. that we were taught in school was oh, all wait. of this. Oh yeah, I, I Christina's wish. careers I class got yeah. us through. I mean, we took a careers class, but it was like make a website that was a bunch of. BS. Oh my gosh! No, yeah. we had formal dinners. Our career wow. class was very to learn how to use all your forks and you, what. Really? Yes. That, I would have loved. I would have loved that. Yeah. Yeah. My careers class had like guest speakers where we kind of touched base on like we had a class about unions and different things, but it was just all the tech kids. So you had lighting kids. Yeah. Carpentry kids, whatever, and it was very portfolio heavy. It was just kind of felt like you were expected to go out and be a designer. Yeah. So if you were intending to go out as a technician you had to kind of navigate things a little bit differently. Yes. So that that is one thing I wish was covered a little bit better. Yeah, I, I get that. Because I think it's the same for us. A lot of schools focus on the performers, which is great. I mean, we have all had that background, most yes. of us in yeah. in this field. Um, but there's a whole other world that gets more work and is more successful. And yeah, it's quotes, almost like a lot of... But 
uh, departments don't do because they don't want to like scare people off from theater. But it's kind of like, hey, real world, real talk. Like right. this is a pat, like this is a passion. This is yeah. about making stuff. But unfortunately, like you can live off of it, but you got to be smart about it. Yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. I kind of wish, and I think that's with performers too. I kind of wish that, like, because there's so many times where you're like. Oh, you're gonna be eating ramen and da 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 da. Yeah, <laughs> living in the closet. It's like also you're gonna be starving artist forever, right? And it's like okay, yeah, if you just did that, but if you realistically went, yeah, a lot of actors, a lot of designers do this, but sometimes they have another job, sometimes yeah. they do mm-hmm. something else, but that yeah. doesn't mean they give up like yeah. their no. thing mm-hmm. and they live very comfortably. Yeah. However, though, on that like topic, one of my pet peeves though is when an actor goes. Oh, you know, I might try out this wardrobe thing as like a survival job, and I'm like, oh, you just called my survival job, my career, a survival, a survival Dude, job. Did that? There was an article that and came I'm out just about like, that. Did you see that? No. Like a year or two ago, it was like, it was like how to survive in theater or something like yes. that, and it was yes. all about mm, just do a wardrobe job, and it's like, um, um get out of my space, and like, like no, wardrobe is a great job, and I'm not saying any. Like, nobody should be available to do wardrobe unless mm-hmm. you're a costume person. But there are skills you need to know. And yes. the less skilled people that come in, sometimes some wardrobe departments are kind of looked at like a, almost like a joke. Yeah. And, and it's like I want to take pride track. in my job, and I want to know that I do a good job. And same thing with my coworkers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you're an actor, come on over to wardrobe. We'll love you. But we want you to know what you're doing. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of, let's talk about like the wardrobe stuff you guys are currently doing now, yes. and about what you need to learn to do that stuff. <laughs> well, let's talk about we've we've hinted and kind of defined many times in an episode. But how would you define a swing job in layman's terms? How would you describe it to somebody who doesn't understand? Substitute teacher. Uh, very. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's someone that has knowledge of. A, B, C, and D. Mm-hmm. And All the skills required. Yes. And then you are called in on Friday to do B, and then on Saturday to do E. Mm-hmm. And and having the... Uh, the I, I say all the time, many people can be swings, but to be successful as a swing, you have to be someone who super chill, go with the flow, and know that you're going to try your hardest to get everything right but you're not going to get everything right. But because kind of you're... accept it if you do mess up a little bit because you're only human and yes. your brain can only retain so, so much. So much. And that's the whole part of it is uh, learning the track how from the dresser or from whoever. Uh, whoever. Mm-hmm. They're also swing performers. They're swing dressers. <laughs> um, learning the track from them and trying to pick up the small nuances of what they're doing, but knowing that when you do it, you're not going to do it like them. Mm-hmm. There's no way you're going to be exactly like them and in a perfect world you never want to have the full-time dresser come back to you and be like so they said that they like you better than me like you are not going in there to change tracks you're not no. go- you're really just you're there going to in there fill it in while yes. the other person is on a sick day vacation leave of absence whatever it is yes because everyone then, needs a day off and every- yeah and then you just give it back and you're like okay thank you for people don't understand that we yeah. do this seven times a week, eight times a week, depending on the shows, Yeah. Um, six days a week. Mm-hmm. And people need time off. And you can't just book your day off for the weekend. Someone has to be trained to cover you to fill in. It's like being a phantom in phantom. Like, you yeah. can't just take the day off because you can't do the show without him. Someone needs to know how to do that right. role so the show continues. Yeah. So it's the same yeah. And on bigger established shows, they have that system set up in place yes. for if the Phantom called out tonight. We have three, four, five other guys in the building are just ready that are ready to, to, that to step on. in. We <laughs> have their costumes ready to go. But like newer shows that are still getting, like mm-hmm. just gotten out of tech or still getting their feet yes. under yeah. them might not have that flexibility just yet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's also, as a swing, I, I think being a person that has a full-time track on Broadway, and I train swings often because I was a swing when I first got here, I try to give them as many details as possible because I'm not a person that's worried that they're going to take my track from me. I'm more concerned that I deal with these guys every day. And if I'm not there, I want to make sure that their show stays as close to normal as possible. That they're taken care of. Yeah. That they're taken care of. So I 
because some dressers are, are fearful that they'll lose their track and they'll sadly some people sometimes will not give you all the details that you need but as a swing i think you have to sort of it's a, i mean it's a my personality is very like chill yeah i'm super chill so, like, when I'm training a track, I'm riding the whole time because there are things that you, when you get into it, I, I do it. When you're doing this sh a show so many times, there are things that you don't think to tell someone to do. You yeah. just instinctively do them and yeah, then you go. Yeah, it's just an instinct, yeah. Yeah, the first track I ever learned was with Jenna. Jenna trained <laughs> me at the Phantom of the Opera. Oh, yeah. awesome. I forgot about and that. she was actually swinging into the track that I was learning so mm -hmm. I was a swing, learning from a swing. Yeah. Jenna has been, how long have you been at Phantom now? Uh, almost four years. Right, as yeah. a swing. As a swing, and, and I know all but one of the tracks, so like, the right. show is second nature to me now. Right, and so Jenna was training me, and the paperwork that I had, I was given was outdated, and so Jenna was just regurgitating every single movement she did. She was like, I'm gonna hang the dress to the left and then unzip it down. And I was just sitting there like scribbling, scribbling. furiously. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, okay. And then, and then at the same time, I'm like, where's stage left? We're going to a stage left, okay. Um, and it's one of those things where not only when you learn as a swing do you have to be attentive, but it also, when you're training a swing, it is, you're like, oh my God, how do I put that on the floor? And yeah. when, what, what is my cue to leave for that change? It's like, I don't know, yeah. I just do it. Mm -hmm. um, and then, especially because I am a swing that trains a lot of swings, there are moments where I go, am I giving you too much detail? Because <laughs> I don't know where that line is sometimes. Yeah. But then I'm also like, okay, this is why I'm doing it in this order. Mm -hmm. And I know this sounds crazy that I'm telling you to put it on this hook versus this hook, even though they're an inch apart. Mm -hmm. yeah. But this is going to affect the other person's track. And not only am I trying to keep things consistent for the people I'm dressing, but I'm trying to keep it consistent for the other dressers around mm -hmm. me so they don't get mad at the new kid. Yeah, there's, right. what, 15 dressers at Phantom. 16. Like, 16. Yeah. And it's, yeah, you really can't. You is can't, that normal for a Broadway show? Or is no, that, uh, that's, that's old school. Like. <laughs> Phantom's been there for so long that mm -hmm. they're grandfathered in. Mm -hmm. Some of the bigger shows do have huge crews, like Aladdin is right up there too. Aladdin has fifteen, mm, I think so. I has can't fully Frozen, remember. We have the same. Oh, you're Frozen. Yeah, because nice. our show is pretty bonkers. Right. I guess. Yeah. I guess we should say because, yeah. like, <laughs> yeah, because like Phantom, that still starts kind of surprises me because there are changes, but the ensemble isn't as heavily featured. I, I mean, you they, would think, but but they but are. again, this is just like they, they are. They are, but they're more like breaks for everybody yes. than in other shows. Like there's a there's two there's huge layer breaks, right? Yeah. That everyone's just like you're sitting around while Phantom and Christine are going down to the bowels of like, the theater. Okay, this like, is my cool. dinner time. I'm just gonna yeah. Yeah, and hang I felt out like for a little when bit. We saw Frozen. I just kind of started sweating, so I was like, oh, yeah. They had so little time. Yeah. <laughs> Where well, did I, they come from? Besides Phantom, I also work at Aladdin and at oh Chicago as God. a swing. Yeah. So. Aladdin's the exact opposite where there is no break any small break you have you're hanging up clothing yeah. and if you've gotten so comfortable and so fast and hanging up your stuff maybe you could sit for a few minutes and have some coffee or water or something but you're just but going you're constantly going like when I have to do an ensemble track I wear knee pads I'm in like battle gear yeah it is hard oh, on your body. No. You are constantly going. Well, I saw a video on Aladdin. I think they were just doing like the song "Never Have a Friend Like Me." Yeah. Oh, friend like me. They shot like some of the stuff in the back, and it was just like, "Ha, look at this quick change!" And I like watched it happen. <laughs> I'm like, "Why are we just like having a giggle about this? Like, that's insane." Because everyone's hit the deck. They're yeah. on the floor. There's 16 people changing, yeah. and that's just and like... it's just like, "Ha, we have 10 seconds because I was <laughs> Let's a booty go. girl. Now I'm a camel." And you're like, "Wait, why? <laughs> what?" And it's wild. Because Prince Ali it. has a parade. And Prince yes. Ali does got a parade. And we have a certain number of people. And on Broadway, we're also contending with space. Yeah. Right. Oh, my gosh. So, when we saw Frozen, Caleb took us backstage. And he was like, yeah, they blew it out six feet. And we were like, what six feet? I was like, where is that six there's, feet? There's still no, no so, space. There's an ice mineral on the wall. Like, what do I do with that? Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, we, when I train a swing, I am always like, we're going quick. We're go this is yeah. quick. I'm going to talk you through what we're doing because I don't have time to talk during it because we're going to have to run these eight flights of stairs. Yeah. And then when they 
do it themselves while I'm following. Yeah. I'm like, okay, you have to go, you have to go, to you go. have to go. And mm-hmm. I, I try not to, like, snap under them because it's rude. But yeah. also I'm like, okay, but, so... But you need, to, when you need only... to get in your body. Yes, and so I, I found over the last few months of training swings that I can tell them, like, okay, the end of the scene is coming up. Mm-hmm. As yeah. sort of like a, okay, you know that this has been... And with us, everyone's always in everyone's way of on Broadway because there, there is There's nowhere. There's no space. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know. And you think for how big you walk into those theaters as an audience member, and you're like, wow, so big and pretty. And then no. backstage is like crammed, like sardines. Mm, tiny little closet. Just sets yes. are flown. Yeah. Like, yeah. You would not believe how many set pieces and props are flown into the ceilings, like just mm-hmm. hanging out above your head. And yep. you just, yeah. Trust. Just trust. Yeah. Okay, local one. Yeah. Our safety's yeah. in your yes. hand. When I first got here, I dressed the Rockettes at Radio City. Oh, oh really? And so most of the changes happen under that double decker sightseer bus, which is hanging over your head. Jeez. Uh, and and where's s- the animals? The animals are downstairs, they are, right? Yeah, because, I mean, Radio City is an entire street block wide, yeah. the stage, which is also three floors lo- below mm-hmm. the, what yeah. you're seeing. So they live down there, and to oh think that it's big enough for three camels to live. Every theater's haunted. Every theater's That's just, haunted. we all accept it. Haley is just, she goes like, <laughs> this to be like a ghost hunter's theater edition Broadway podcast. edition. That's all Every theater's was. haunted, that's it. <laughs> it's, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, there's, there's no, no other answer that I would And it's crazy that. to think that even at Radio City, which that, I worked there on the other end on merchandising, yeah. and it is so massive. And even that theater is clamoring for space. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just when I first got here, I started working at the Met Opera. Mm-hmm. That building is huge. I yeah. got I would routinely get lost because they're like, okay, go to B level to some stores, then go to C level to deliver shoes, then go to stage level, and you have to watch out for the massive elevator that goes down three flights. That's the size of the set, and if you fall down it, you will. Oh actually gosh. possibly die um oh my god and they're clamoring for space constantly because they're constantly switching out entire sets because they don't do the same show yeah. necessarily two days and two even two shows in a in a row like they'll have one thing for the matinee something else for the evening and it's just mayhem well that just hurts my head i hate doing shows that means in rep in which rep is where you have multiple shows running at the same mm-hmm. time I mean, it's just it it doesn't make sense. Right. I've always wondered what it would be like to like do the shows like uh, Angels in America and mm-hmm. Harry Potter and now Inheritance where it's yeah. a two-parter. It's a two-parter. But at least it's the same show. Same actors, same characters. As opposed to when a show is in rep. Like I did a summer where we did five shows in rep. And so it was Santa like, yeah. yeah, it was at Utah Festival Opera and Musical Theater. Yeah. And so like, you know, in a matinee it might be ragtime. But then in the evening it was showboat, which is... Kind of the same cast, but not the same principles. Mm. Completely different costumes, completely yeah. different set. And it's just like, that is swinging in itself. Because you're like, as a technician, you're running all five shows. And you're like, okay, I know we did ragtime this morning, but now... Switching it up. Okay, Porgy and Bess. Okay, I, these wigs with the blue tag and not the wigs with the green tag is what we're using I today. think that's actually where I got my like swing brain kind of from. Too, yeah. mm-hmm. So like... Swing brain is just the ability to handle a ton, a lot. a lot of information in your head, but also be able to refocus that information on what you need at the moment. Mm-hmm. So I know like in forty brain tracks. Yeah, right. In brain filing cabinet, I know about forty tracks in my brain, but oh, I know yeah. tonight I need to focus on just one. Right. And it, it also a lot of things like people who don't know what we do. Uh, could think that we are like fully remembering these, but there are we write ourselves cue mm-hmm. cards. Yeah. Uh, shorthand. I actually so that, take photos and when yes. I can videos yes. like presets. I don't write them down anymore. I get clearance from my supervisor before yeah. I do it, but I'm like, hey, I'm gonna take a picture of this preset. So when yeah. I don't have time, I go, got it on my phone. Duplicate that. Done. Yeah. And then eventually my body yeah. remembers what yeah. that is. And it's. You know, a lot of people learn from, like, writing as in school and things. And I think yeah. that's a lot of it is, like, I'll draw horrible little photos <laughs> of, like, yeah. where... Like a couch or something. Of, yeah. Like, X means shoe. And and then the when I am mm-hmm. thrown back into that, like, next week at Frozen, I'm not a swing anymore. I'm an internal swing for some things. But I'm going back to a track that I did when I was a swing because of... Yep. Just scheduling. Right. Yeah. yeah that Things happens. going on and then in the building. Internal so. swings are you have a full contract. You are with Frozen H's week forever and ever. Amen. Yeah. 
Um, but if, let's say, Olaf's dresser yes. calls out, instead of bringing an external person who is not a part of the company in, sometimes with the more difficult tracks or the larger tracks, they have somebody who is always with the show. Yes. Yeah. Swings what we call swinging up, and they swing up into Olaf, and then somebody will swing in who's an external swing into Caleb's position. Yes. Yeah. You'll move up Which the I more experienced person yeah. to the harder to... tracks, so it's mm-hmm. less of a... I bump up to cover our, our puppet moment. supervisors just because there's so much safety that's involved in yeah. that. Because we have right. Sven and Olaf. Uh, it's it's easier to bring someone in to be me. Did just... I guess that right? Are you doing that track? Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. The Sven, so like Sven, which is the reindeer in Frozen, I'm sure yeah. everyone knows that, but just for <laughs> the, the rarity who don't. His costume, like, what is that? They've done a video on that. I was going to say, did you see that video? They That's yeah, crazy. So cool. It's like this crazy two-parter, right? There's a dressing video. So it's it's basically he is on point stilts on his feet. So they're just short. His feet are on like an angle. Yeah. And he's also on, it's one person. Many people think it's two. I don't know how they think two people fit in that. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe two children? Maybe oh, yeah. young Elsa and Anna play Sven throughout the rest so of the show. So he has stilts, on, hey, the hand, stilts on his feet and stilts on his hands. Yeah. And there's a lot of safety that goes into it that Michael Curry came up with. And it's evolving all, every day. Mm-hmm. And is that a puppet or a costume? It is both. Oh. There are Great elements area. of him that can wash and go mm-hmm. out to dry cleaning. And there are elements of him that can't. Just and is his dresser a puppeteer or a wardrobe person? Wardrobe. Okay. okay. Wardrobe. Because it's he is the puppeteer. Because oh, it is okay. him who knows the blocking and controls everything about mm-hmm. the puppet once it's on. The dresser, who, her name is Liz. She's awesome and w- weird, but it's cool. <laughs> um, she, or me, or Sam, because at Frozen, there ta- it takes two people to get them ready. Mm-hmm. Um get them dressed and it's just a series of knowing what goes where how it goes there checking with them checking in on them are you okay does this feel comfortable and sometimes they'll say like cables are tight or something and so you have to know what those shorthand safety things that they're just yelling at you as they're running by mean Mm -hmm. to be able (laughs) to fix things when you have time Mm -hmm. yeah yeah so besides so we've talked a lot about summer socks which on every episode, we've said get your butt to regional summer socks while you're young because it's just so many levels it, of learning. It's yes. easier too because it is so you get paid so little for the most <laughs> part on summer socks that having that support while you're in college from yes. either having student mm-hmm. loans or having your parents help you mm-hmm. to be able to do that. Like right. I don't even know how I'd go back to summer stock right now. No, sure. unless I was like a supervisor, and even then mm-hmm. it would be tight. It would be like I need free housing. Right? Yeah. Because yeah. I can budget this. I can budget this. Garbage pay, Right. But, and I have stuff in savings, but y'all. But you guys. can't pay rent. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So what, what are some other skills that like, because there are so many things that I've learned now that I can't even think of that I wish I would have known in my college career just to take when I was dressing at school and I think would have made going into summer socks, moving to New York, being a successful swing an easier transition what are some either soft or hard skills that you think a swing specifically should have just listen yeah. don't think you know everything just keep learning and when someone's training you they they know what they're telling you to do so don't question question it yeah if you Unlo- don't understand I mean, it it's okay obviously there will. could be things that fresh eyes see that could be better mm-hmm. but that's probably not the time to it's not talk the time to them. correct someone when yes. you're literally learning your triangle like, because wouldn't it's, it be better yeah it's, it's like wouldn't it be easier if you, you did this well i don't know maybe but maybe but there's 19 other people here sandra <laughs> and it's <laughs> exactly. also like our job i you could also label as being like a personal assistant in some ways Almost, yeah it is that that may be happening that way because the person that we're taking care of wants it that way. Right. Yes. So we have adapted. Maybe it's not the most convenient way for us, but but we've adapted it into the show because that's better for them. Because it helps them, and if they're happy, they make your life easier, the show goes more smoothly. So just because you don't see why something is going on, don't jump to judge it. Just constantly keep learning and if you are a nervous person, I think being like a super calm person and go with the flow is like by far oh, yeah. the best mm-hmm. yeah. person, like 
to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if you are someone who is dressed and and not the most calm, <laughs> I would I would figure out like way personal ways to not show it. Yeah. Or That's not me. show it in front of your group because yeah. your stress feeds off of to the feeds people around into you. them, which then stresses the whole show, which then is going to stress you more. And I think if you find ways, like if you're a deep breather to calm yourself down, don't deep breathe when you're in the middle of a quick change. Because mm-hmm. right. then the, like, the people yeah. are like, what are we doing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I have found confidence, like, even if it's fake confidence. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Just. You know how a hook you know goes. What you you do. know what a, yeah. how a button works. Trust yourself. So just do it. Yeah. 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 Just, yeah. I think yeah, because it can be over. I mean, I see Mallory come home when I come home from my show, and after she's learned to track, it's just like notes here, highlighters uh-huh. and like stuff, and she's like, "I'm gonna be up." Study time. I got all these notes, yeah. and I'm just like, "Oh my god." Study and time. And I think a big part of that was like the week before I started Phantom. Caleb and I went and saw Beetlejuice, mm-hmm. and I was like. What do I need to know? And he was like, A, get in, get out, just do your job. Yes. Yeah. Don't try and add any extra stress. Mm-mm. And B, he was like, these are swing cards. He was like, just go to Staples. And it's literally just spiral bound note, note, uh, yeah, what is notepads. Yeah, yeah. notepads. Flash cards. Oh, yeah. flash yeah. Like spiral bound ones. And everyone has their around. own different style. Yes. Like, yeah. I like the little ones from Muji because I can, they fit in my pocket. Right. Depending mm-hmm. on the show, I don't always use an apron. Like mm-hmm. on crazier shows, I right. will. Yeah. But like Chicago, I really don't have a lot of changes. They don't change costumes. Right. Most of my stuff are prop handoffs. Yeah. So if I could just have my notes like in my pocket, mm-hmm. get a quick view, yeah. I'm yeah. I'm good. Um, some people like to like actually wear them around their neck. I find for me because I'm I like to move very quickly. Even sometimes we're like, whoa. Yeah. Um, that just trips yeah. me up. So yeah. if I can stick it in my pocket, mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm happy. Right. Yeah. But I, having just somebody be like, this is the physical thing that I use helped a lot, and also. When you're in college and you're, or you're at a regional theater and you're doing a track that you're creating for yourself, mm-hmm. learn what shorthand works for you. Like for me, whenever yeah. it's going, let's say we're going from stage left to stage right, I always write X arrow stage right because yeah. to me that means cross to stage right, and it's shorter. But some other people can't do shorthand, and so learning right. what your brain can look at the quickest. And the shorter hand you can make it, the better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't do well with pictures. I do better with words. So, like, I don't draw anything out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I spell it all out. Yeah. Um, but learning what, what works for you before you start to learn quickly yes. definitely helps right. as well. Yeah. But even, like, if you don't know what works for you and you're <laughs> – don't freak out. Like, you'll get into your mm-hmm. first track, and most supervisors I've encountered, especially if it's your first track, mm-hmm. and you get through whatever designated follows or trails that you're allowed, and you go, hey – I'm still not really wrapping my brain around. Mm-hmm. Can I get another one? They're not going to be like, no, why are you stupid? Catch up, bro. That was me at Phantom. Yeah, they're going to be like, yeah, okay, no problem. Yeah. Welcome to the show. Mm-hmm. The more tracks you get under your belt, the less trails you're going to need. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. And everyone's there to we'll help We'll be you. there to support you. Right. Yeah, they want the show to go well. No yeah. one's going to be like, this isn't a Mean Girls High School. No. <laughs> if no. you fail, I prevail. It's like, no, the show will. Ooh, I wonder what it's yeah. like over at Mean Girls. <laughs> Oh, Mean Girls oh, looks crazy. Yeah. I bet it is. <laughs> oh with all God. those modern. I know. Stuff. Modern shows for some reason, man. They I mean, make them more, I feel like they make them difficult just. They do. To give them something to do. Yeah, I know. And then a Phantom, it's like, you're crossing. And like the big shows with the big dresses, it's like, I mean, it's a beautiful dress. Let's see it for more than two seconds. Right. Yeah. You know, if it's a t-shirt, it's like, man, they could change t-shirts six times. <laughs> right. Yes. It's fine. Um, let's see. Well, I wanted to ask kind of like Ooh. how you guys even applied to be a swing. Oh, yes. Because oh. that's my biggest thing is like. So let's talk about on the Broadway. On the on the way abroad, how. <laughs> um, I say it to many people all the time. I've said it to you. I yeah. don't know how many okay. times. <laughs> networking, networking, networking is how we make our career. Yep. It's who you know. 100%. Uh, so being, being like the truest person you can be having because your name is the information about you and who you are is going to get somewhere faster than your resume or your name will ever yeah and that goes both ways if you did an awesome job on a show yes people are going to hear about you but if you were a crazy person on a show people are going to know about that too yes um because one big thing supervisors do sometimes is they'll get a new resume and they'll go okay guys who knows this name yeah what do you know and if it's like Ooh, that person just goes away. Nothing mm-hmm. ever happened. 
And where do you submit your resumes? Directly to the supervisors. Yes. Yeah. It's, there's a lot. It's funny you, because we're in such a modern world, but it's a lot of print off your resume and write a cover letter and go to the stage door and drop it off. Right. Yeah. Some, do you just, like, knock on the stage door? I guess that's the yeah. thing I can't. I yeah. think that's my social anxiety. Like, can't, <laughs> like no, you don't just knock. Well, no, I you mean, literally do. Yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah. that's all you, you do. You also, just, in today's times, like, all of our stage doors have so much security and they, they have, have a camera they just you just press them. the button and they'll be able to see you and they'll, yeah. some will ask you who are you and yeah. you'll just tell them i'm here to drop off blah, blah, blah. Like, okay. they're so yeah. used to it yes. okay and it helps especially obviously if you know the supervisor's name because when i was brand new didn't know anybody so i yep. couldn't like yeah. ask a friend to hand off my resume mm-hmm. one doorman was like i was like hi i'm here to drop this off with the wardrobe supervisor and they go yeah who's the wardrobe supervisor and i'm like uh and they're like yeah, you don't know enough information. Oh, damn. But They're also not that's not it. their That's not their call, but no. like call. they some will try to intimidate you. Well, unfortunately. It's but, a piece of paper, sir. Just um, like yeah. if you don't care, just like unfortunately with I guess there's a the lot of community depend even in mm-hmm. like all across all departments, doorman, ushers, front of house, back of house, mm-hmm. there are some people that are just grouchy and crabby mm-hmm. and yeah. You have to deal with them and just don't be phased when it hits you because yeah. it's going to hit you, but nothing ever really I mean, blows I, up I've into a thing. I've been so yeah. grateful for my journey here because I didn't know a single person in New York. Mm-hmm. It was never somewhere I wanted to work. Yeah. Um, but then I did an assistant yeah. design for an off-Broadway show, which is how we met. The other Josh <laughs> um, Cohen. Which the other Josh Cohen. Several times. Um, and then that led to that same friend sent me a posting that someone did for radio city and i was like eh. so i sent my resume <laughs> and i got hired and i was like great cool. and then Love through it. radio city there are so it there are 25 dressers per cast there are two casts um there's, there's how many dressers 25 okay i thought i was like i heard that wrong wait between but two no. casts so there's 50, so there's 50 dressers, dressers. That's that amazing. does it you know we went and saw um the rock, the Rockettes, mm-hmm. um, and that does kind of make sense because I kind of just thought it was them dancing, and no. then no, there's like a whole damn thirty six ensemble, yeah. and there are singers on top of that, it was, aerialists. It was wild. that's cool. Yeah, no, it's yeah. A, wow, it's I have wild. to go see that. You haven't um, seen it? No. It's a spectacle. I've heard. It is, honestly. Well, it's really, it's I'm funny. Always, I think I'm always rock- working. Oh, it's sorry. so funny because it's the Rockettes Christmas Spectacular, mm-hmm. but honestly, it's Santa's the lead character. Like, the Rockettes <laughs> are maybe on, like, five So it's times. Santa's Spectacular and his Rockettes. It's yeah. literally Santa's Spectacular featuring the New York Rockettes. Yeah. <laughs> but it is, I mean, we left and, like, we were just kind of dazed. The Rockettes is... <laughs> I've never seen a spectacle like it. I was going to say, the most Rockettes I've ever seen is in the Annie movie, the original (laughs) one, where she goes to the movies. Right. And I'm like, okay, Rockettes, cool, got it. Yeah. Yeah, Don't got it? Like, Santa teaches some boys, like, the meaning of Christmas. (laughs) I was like, where are the Rockettes? (laughs) Bring back the dancing girls. What happened? I was like, where are my dancing girls? And then they were, and then they did a dance. I was like, yeah. Everybody listening is going to hate you for what you just did. <laughs> I did, I know. Oh. Mostly it was for you, baby. <laughs> but, um, but that's the thing. Like, there's so many dresses right, on so it. Yeah. Yeah. So you, you meet each other and you get to know each other and mm-hmm. hopefully you, you know, find someone else's personality that's similar to yours and then mm-hmm. you say, what do you do the rest of the year? Because it's only two months long. Mm-hmm. And they tell you and then you say, okay, well, I want to do this. And so they yeah. say, well, I know this person at this show. Mm-hmm. Address um, them in your cover letter and tell them that I sent you. Or, yeah. Okay. But never like, drop great. a name unless you clear it with somebody. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Right. Because if suddenly a supervisor comes to you and be like, hey, I got this resume, and this person says you say that they're great, and you go, hmm. I didn't want them yeah. to say I that. didn't want them. I didn't. Or yeah. it'd be like, yeah, no, they're amazing. But we didn't talk about this. Yeah. yeah. Always, always clear whether it's a reference on your resume or it's a name drop. Drop or whatever. Even yeah. if it's a, you're going to the, apply to the same show of somebody you know, just be mm-hmm. like, hey, heads up, my resume is going to be coming in in a few days. Mm-hmm. If you see it, yeah. Because yeah. like cool. you said, 10 times out of 11, the supervisor is going to say, who knows, who knows this person. person. Yeah. And I think it's, <clears throat> it, it, I mean, it definitely applies here in New York. And unfortunately, it is not the job. If you want to dress on Broadway, you have to be in New York. You have to literally pound the pavement. Yeah. I one day spent 
two hours yeah. dropping off 17 resumes yep. to different Broadway houses. Yep. And you can't do that if you're not here. And I even, yeah. I had a friend um, who I asked about that and she was like, you have to be in New You York. just have to do yeah. it. Yeah. And, and some supervisors are getting more technologically yeah. advanced sure. and will accept email resumes. But sometimes but they won't even see it. Book a job to move to New York because they might ask you. Can you, you come know, in tonight? But there's yeah. also something too. Like when I was at Radio City, I made my stacks of resumes. I picked a block before mm-hmm. my shows. I would go and I would just drop off at every theater that I knew. Then I would go do my shows. I would go home and I prep for the next day. Mm-hmm. And do it but again. there's also something being said about those physical packets of those people who are determined to. That they are organized. Mm-hmm. One that shows mm-hmm. how organized they are. Two that they are here. They want to do these things. Mm-hmm. So I think there's, yeah, there's yeah. something to yeah. that physical yeah. thing. But it, yeah. But I mean, either also, way with the resume drops. Also, if you gave them your resume, cool. If you have their email or their phone number, it's okay to email mm-hmm. or call them like a week later to follow up, being like, hey, did you receive it? If you really want to make that first contact. Yeah. But. Also, I know somebody who unfortunately contacted the same show over and right. over Ooh. and over again. Anytime they did a new thing on their resume, they yeah. went, hey, here's a new copy of my resume. Just, I want you to have it. I did a new thing. And eventually the supervisor went, we have your resume. Stop contacting us. Yeah. And they are never going to work on the show. And you also no. have to know that we are doing, we're busy. We're busy. Like, we're, yeah. You could drop it off. I dropped my resume off. At Wicked, because I was a swing at Wicked and at Frozen. Uh, That's the show. Um, <laughs> the don't call me show. <laughs> <laughs> um, I dropped my resume off there, like, in December, and I got a call m- mid-January. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's all about the rotation of the show, and maybe they just hired three swings. Mm-hmm. They've got to get them trained first and yeah. see if they're going to stay. Because mm-hmm. yeah. that's the other thing. Sometimes you train a swing... And then they get another opportunity. They get a full-time show or they yeah. Yeah. they are going to do a TV or film something. And so. it's also, swinging is not a consistent job, so you no. have to swing at multiple shows. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You know, if a show calls and it's like, hey, we want to book you, and that's the hardest thing, is keeping your schedule so open. Like, we planned yes. this interview two weeks ago, and Jenna, Jenna was like, so, I mean, yes, yes, it should be fine. And we're like, great, great, great. And then just this afternoon, she's like, just kidding. I have to go into <laughs> Phantom tonight. Yeah. Because that's what happens is you're sitting on your couch and then they call you and they're like, hey, can you be in in an hour? And can you come in tomorrow night? Yeah. You go, sure. Mm-hmm. And sure. you yes. hope. And luckily, like, they don't hold it against you if you say no. Because no, they also they recognize that you've got a life. That you, yeah. yeah, and that you were also called, yeah. like, at this point. Yeah. And, and that's why I'm... they have more than one swing yes. available. They go, if you say, sorry, okay, we'll go down Phantom, they're to like, the okay, great. We'll go to the yeah. next one on the list. How about next week? Yeah. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Great. That's one of the reasons I haven't put out my resumes yet, because I've been booked on so many things. Yeah. So it's like, mm-hmm. it's so pointless to be like, here's my resume. Well, also, they, supervisors, I feel like, get mad if they get a resume, and then like, your only answer is, Sorry, I'm booked. And they're like, then why did you, you contact exactly. me? Exactly. Like, contact them when you're free. And if you happen to be free and then all of a sudden you book a thing and they contact you, That's like, different. hey, I'm so sorry. I did drop it off when I had availability, but this other thing popped up. Right. Then they'll be like, no problem. And that's also you can put in your cover letter. If you're, I mean, I did that when I found out a show was closing. I was like, okay, being proactive, dropping off resumes. I was like, I am available after this date, April 11th or whatever. Mm -hmm. And that was really helpful because then they could be like, oh, okay, great. And I did have somebody call me and they're like, can you start any earlier? And I was like, nope. And they're like, great. And I think that was, that was Phantom. Who's like, can you start earlier? Yes, because you told me. Yeah. And I was like, like, Haley. Which is also like (laughs) Like the worst feeling ever. Where you're like, this is my shot. I know. I gotta say no, and you're like, no. That happened yeah. to me at Phantom. Yeah. I dropped more, off. Yeah, you'll have more shots. Don't. I dropped off like a year ago, mm-hmm. and then I got called, and I was like, oh. Yeah. No, sorry. I had like the most untraditional way on how I got to Phantom. <laughs> Not really, but I had a friend who did a cold drop. It happened that they needed swings at the time. She got in, and then she just was up the supervisor's behind <laughs> for like two weeks, being like. You need a person? You need a person? I know a person. She's great. I know a person. Come on. Call her. Call her. Call her. Call her. And finally, she's like, oh, my God. Okay, have her call me. And then she yeah. texts me. She's like, call Phantom now. Here's the number. And I'm like, hi. Um, some My friend works here. She said you need somebody. I'm available. And they're just like, 
great, come in for the Thanksgiving Christmas season. You got two weeks, come in tomorrow. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. That's <laughs> also Amazing. another thing is that swings really can't take holidays because that is when we work the most. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I really hope that everybody who goes to New York specifically, but I mean so many regional theaters around yeah. the company, around the country, um, have swings as well. It's a good contingency. So when you're in the holiday season and there's sickness all around, please be extra grateful for there are swings both on stage and backstage mm-hmm. because they're the ones covering for sickness, for Thanksgiving, for flight delays. Mm-hmm. Be nice to your swings because they work when you don't want to. Yeah. Well, and I know a lot of audience, I've heard some audience members get upset because they don't get to see the big name like Christy Altamore in Anastasia. Okay. Yeah. See the swing. And I think what they don't realize, and this is going into the actor realm, but, like, those actors work so hard, hard and yeah. they don't go on enough. And, like, so when they perform, I've seen some of the best performances done by Swings because they, it is so fresh in their bones. I agree. You know? Yeah. And it, it's the same thing when Swings come backstage to a show. Mm-hmm. It kind of shakes everybody else up, and it's kind of fun to have that new yeah. blood and new energy backstage. Well, yeah. And I feel like, as, like, an actor swing, the audience knows that right. there's a swing mm-hmm. in. But as a swing for like wardrobe or anything else, you can't no. really let we don't the get audience the little, know. Nobody but you also knows. don't want anyone no. to know. Right. Besides like the but, crew maybe. But that's kind of like the fun of it is that like it's just you want that's where your success is. Yeah. Where a swing is is just is having to live up to this character and stuff, which is yeah. like a stress that makes me sweat right now. <laughs> <laughs> You're just like, I just need the show to run smooth. If yeah. I can do this run smooth, and the actor's like, yeah, I yeah. have no problems with her. Yeah, or- I w- I'm really happy when I go to do a track and either the actor's like, okay, when my full-time dresser isn't available, I want you. Yeah. And I'm like, that's like really cool. Uh-huh. Or when they go, no, my show went great. Like, it was smooth. And I'm like, I didn't mess anything mm-hmm. up. They're like, yeah. no, you did great. Then I'm like, right. success. success. I'm, I'm yeah. a happy swing. Exactly. <laughs> I'm a happy girl. I'm a happy yeah. swing. That's where I'm our happy swing. Is. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, I think we're wrapping up at the end. Do you guys have social media you would like to plug? You do or plug don't have yourself to. in? <laughs> um, I'm essentially a grandma. I never post anything. Well, then um, okay. If you want to find me on on like Instagram, you can. I'm very boring. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, you, yeah, you, I'm, my Instagram is uh, at the Creative Caleb. Uh, you can nice. find we'll me there. Nice. We'll put those in the bottom. We and just I do a lot of Broadway Care stuff, so nice. please right. go and yeah. follow and donate. Uh, and I think I'm also gonna find that, that Sven change video. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's wild. It's out cool. there. I, mean, I think there's a couple different ones I think the Aladdin one is out there, too. And so I will yeah. try and post some of those changes so you guys get an idea of what we're talking about. Of course, um, if you go see Phantom or Aladdin or Chicago, or Chicago. you may or may not see Jenna. <laughs> no, well, but... you won't uh, see her, but you might see her work. Yeah. And you'll get to see Caleb dressing the male ensemble. Well, yeah. Over Who knows? <laughs> Depends um, on the day. <laughs> As a reminder, because we haven't talked about it in a while, we are still associated and proud to be a part of the Dapper Devil Production Company. So go ahead and check them out on Instagram at Dapper Devil Production. Um, Also want to plug one of my favorite podcasts from there, which is The Thing That Happened This Week with Ian and Claire, because they plugged us and I love them very much. They're lovely. Um, And yeah, we can't wait to talk to you guys again next week. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in this week. You guys, if you enjoyed the episode, go ahead and write and subscribe. And you can find us on Instagram at Working in the Wings. And if you have any questions or topics you'd like for us to cover, shoot us an email at workinginthewings at gmail.com. See you soon.